0: Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 246, noticing the story that everything would be better if this were different. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So, in today's episode, I want to talk about a story that plays in our minds a lot of the time. And sometimes we're aware of it, and often we're not aware of it. But it is this story that shows up in words, it shows up in feeling, it shows up in our actions in in trying to make things different, trying really hard to make things different. It shows up in how we push things away. It shows up in how we turn to behaviors to not feel what's showing up. It shows up in how we relate to other people. It's all over the place. <laughs> when you When you see it, you see it everywhere. And it's this story that things would be better if if they were different. And what I mean by things and they being different is whatever we want it to be. Life would be better in this moment if my circumstances were different. Life would be better in this moment if my feelings were different, if I wasn't feeling this, if I wasn't in this mood, if I didn't feel anxious or worried or depressed. Life would be different and by different we always mean better because we're never looking the other way it's always it's always a judgment right life would be better if my thoughts were different if i didn't see things this way it's so everywhere it's so present and kind of behind the scenes and sometimes right in front of our faces in in so much of our experience that we come to not even notice it but i really think this is so important to look at because what, like, can you imagine the impact on every single aspect of your life and in every moment of your life, the impact of seeing this as an untrue thought? It means Nothing that we're disagreeing with, arguing with, resisting, pushing away, not liking, wanting to change, none of that is wrong. And all of our efforts to get somewhere else, again, whether it's to a different thought, a different feeling, a different outcome, it doesn't matter. All of our efforts to get somewhere else, because it's nicer there, because it's supposedly better there, would be all for absolutely nothing. And, and instead what would be happening is just this constant story, near constant story that it'd be better if, it'd be better if, life would be better if, this shouldn't be happening. This other thing should be happening instead. I'd be a lot happier if something different was going on. That that story is what we're feeling. Not the truth that we really would be happier with something else, not the, not, It had nothing to do with reality, nothing to do with truth, nothing to do with life itself, none of that, but that we're simply feeling this story, this story that says, this isn't it, there's somewhere else. I really, really encourage you to look at your day. Just just notice, just be curious, just today, just for five minutes today, if that's all you have about how and when and where this story arises, what it's baked into. If there, if and when there is any degree of this isn't it, but something else will be, I'm not, I'm not that happy now, but I will be when these other things happen, then that's exactly what I'm talking about. And again, to really see that this story is a story of disappointment. I mean, it, it can't be any other way. <laughs> Literally, if our mind is creating this story and we're, we're in it, we're believing it, we're immersed in it, that this here isn't quite it, but that there's a better place and time that we, we could arrive at at some other point and then we'll be better, then we'll be happier, then life will be better. When that story is arising and it's being believed to any degree, we have to feel disappointment. I mean, what other option is there? It's a disappointment it's a story of disappointment. It's a story of this is not enough and it the and kind of baked into that is but don't worry, maybe someday you'll find what is enough, so it is literally a story of disappointment and seeking. This isn't quite it, but there's some hope someday I'll find it, but it just can't be you know it just. Outside of the story, now the story is everywhere and it's believable and it's very human and, and it's exactly what a mind will say. But outside of that story, can it really be that there is some better, happier place that we should be, <laughs> that that when we find it, then we'll be okay? Let's really look at that for a second. Can that even be possible? Like, like, where is this place? Now, your mind will probably answer that. It'll make up all kinds of stuff. It's on the other side of losing 20 pounds, or it's when you move to the right city with the better weather or have the nicer relationship or whatever. You know, your mind will fill on that blank. But, But how do we know sitting here right now today when our mind is painting this picture saying that's where it's at, Then you'll be, okay, this is wrong, but that's it. How can we possibly know that all we're feeling is a story? And it's a a purely fictional story. It's all just imagination making that story up. If we look at it in terms of feeling, again, often, I think for me and probably most people, it doesn't come up in words so much when it's around feeling. It's just maybe you don't feel amazing. And there's this this little lull on top of that of of this story of why don't you feel amazing? you know, which again, why is just a cover for let's figure this out so that we can get you to feeling amazing so that life can be better because it's better over there so why what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? what's going on and and you know these are amazing questions to ask from a from a curious place, from a place of inquiry. They're amazing questions to ask either way. I mean, we ask them out of pure suffering and misunderstanding too, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I just, I just want to pull us out of that for a second and be able to look at it with a little bit of distance. So these questions of what's wrong with me and why do I feel this way and how long has it been and how long will it be and all of that and, and what can I do to cheer myself up and get myself to some other place... most human common, quote unquote, normal questions there are. Like that's exactly what a mind does when we don't feel well. But see how that is completely rooted in this misunderstanding that there is some better place. And if we were just having those other feelings, then life would be better. And when that story arises and is believed, even if it's not seen, it doesn't matter. When that story arises and it's believed, There's resistance and there's disappointment and there's seeking. That's what the story is, disappointment and seeking. So there's disappointment with what is, because but there's a little bit of hope and a little bit of seeking because there's something better somewhere to be found. And don't worry, you'll find it someday. And, And someday is like, you know, one of those words. It's like a should. I mean, someday is such a tip off. Your mind is creating some alternate reality where it's nicer over there. And if you're good and you do the right thing, someday you'll get there. Not today. So today is going to suck, but someday you'll find your way there. And I really think it's just massive. Let's look at some what if questions. I mean, it is massive and very hard to articulate how how this, whatever this is, is all there is and all there can be. And it is the perfection of everything right here, right now. And when I'm suffering, I don't always see that either. No one does, I'm guessing, all the time and every moment. But, But to see how our mind creates these alternate realities and leads us to seek to find them because that's where the pot of gold is and and rejects this, rejects what we're feeling now. This isn't good enough, but that over there is. It just sets us up for this constant struggle, this constant disappointment plus seeking cycle. So truly, and I know I've asked this many times on this podcast, but What if there is no over there? What if there is no other option? Truly, in any given moment, there is no other option than exactly what is arising. Because how could there be another option? The other option is made of imagination. It's like I'm wearing a blue sweater right now. And it's like saying I could be recording this podcast in a red sweater. I kind of couldn't. (laughs) I I would have to make up in my mind, in my imagination, a scenario of me sitting here on this very day recording this very podcast in a red sweater. Now, I can do that. I I can see it in my mind's eye, but it's not real and it doesn't mean it could be happening right now in this moment. It's my imagination. My mind made it up. And it's no different when we say, you know, I should have made that other choice. I chose the wrong job. I chose the wrong partner. I, I made a mistake. I regret what I did. I could have done different. I should have done better. I should have known better. All of that is the exact same thing. There was only what happened and there only ever could be what's happening. And the ability for a mind to make up an alternative reality and, and you know, put it, make it full of detail and color and imagery and story and make it feel so real. Like you turned left, but you really could have turned right. And you see yourself turning right. And you see everything that you know comes down the path when you turn right. But that doesn't mean that it could have happened. That's your imagination making that up. Life is just unfolding the way it's unfolding. So what if nothing truly could be different? And here's another what if. What if even if things could be different, they couldn't be better than they are now? Because that's really... A huge piece of this that we don't care about different unless it's better. You know, we don't want different for worse. In fact, our mind will make that up and and try to help us feel better that way. Oh, well, you turned left, but you could have turned right. And who knows what would have happened if you had turned right. It could have been horrible. So you made the right choice. Yay, you. You know, it happens on both sides. Mostly we think we did the wrong thing (laughs) or our mind tells us we made the wrong choice and we should have made another one and things would be better. But for sure, it sometimes says you made the right choice and you dodged the bullet on the other side. Either way, it's made up. So what if this whole concept of better, it's better over there, you'll be happier later. When this goes away, when this feeling shifts, then you'll be okay. When the kids grow up, then you won't worry so much. When you lose the weight, then you'll feel more confident. What if all of that is just as imaginary as me trying to say that I could be sitting here in a red sweater when I'm really in a blue sweater? What if there's no such thing truly in, in reality, outside of thinking, outside of thinking, there is no such thing as better? better as a concept that that is imaginary. It's it's starting from our our concept of now, of reality, and then adding some stuff to it to where we imagine it or making, you know, changing some things around to where we now imagine it as better. But it's all made up. So what if nothing could be different? And even if things could be different, what if they could never ever be better than they are? right now in this moment. And right now in this moment is all we have. So in any given moment of our entire lives, things could not be better than this. Can you see how that, if we could see this, if you woke up and saw it this way, it would be the end of disappointment. It would be the end of comparison. It would be the end of guilt and regret it would be the end of seeking because why, what would we be seeking for if nothing could be better? And if anyone is interested in the end of guilt and regret and disappointment and seeking, I don't know, it might be worth looking at. When we fully lean in to what's arising, seeking starts to extinguish itself. Because wh- wh- we aren't seeking anymore, and we don't even see the 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 benefit in seeking, we don't see the point in seeking. That honestly, I don't I don't know that I've talked about that that much in in exactly this way. But this whole leaning in thing that's an incredible kind of effect of this is that. As we're saying yes to what's showing up, that seeking activity of the mind, always going out and looking for more, better, different, it just starts to wane. Because we're saying yes to what is, there's just absolutely no benefit in it. It's not getting reinforced. There's no excitement behind it. It just doesn't do it in the same way. Or if it does do it, it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't have any, any, power, excitement behind it. So here's another what if for you. What if this, whatever this is, and and when I say this, I mean the this before the whatever it is. So before the labels and the concepts and all of that, but just what's here right now, these sensations, these thoughts, this energy, this right this second what if this is exactly what we want? Now, again, we can argue with that, but only when it's turned into a concept, only when we jump out of this for a second and we jump into our heads and our head says, no, this is not what I want. I want that red sweater on (laughs) or I I want that different job or I want it to be summer or, you know, like, but, but notice that leap. We were just here now, immediate, intimate, this, just this right right here, the rawness and the aliveness of this as it is. To say that we don't want this, we have to move away from this into our head, into that time and space, mind created land where you're a little character and there's good and bad things that happen and there's alternate realities. And we have to go jump up there and then argue. When that isn't happening, or when it is, and we just don't care we're not as we're not believing that so much we're not as bought into that. you can start to kind of feel how, hey, maybe this is what I want, maybe this is what i'm looking for, and even if you can't feel that, we can just play with it, even just play with it mentally, like like can you imagine? A, a reality where everything that, are, that showed up was, was exactly what's meant to show up. Like what would there even be to argue with? It's just, it's just all showing up exactly as it is. So what if this is exactly what we're meant to lean into? This, leading into this, whatever this is, whatever no thing this is, it's like, this is the portal, but the portal doesn't go anywhere. It's not this portal that's going to now suck us into some beautiful, you know, bliss because that's a better place to be. There's just a portal to nowhere and this is it. This, what is happening? What is, what is being felt? The energy of this right this very second is it. It is the portal to nowhere. This is what we're looking for. This is what we're wanting. When people say the answer is right under your nose, it's so close you can't even see it. It's because it's this. (laughs) Because, you know, beyond our nose, we get up into our heads and, and we start making things up. And we imagine different, better places. But if we can't imagine different better places, then there's just this place and it's not really even a place. We're just here and this is all there is and it's perfect. Without a comparison, without a story of some other land, you've arrived. You've always been here. You've always arrived. You arrived long, long ago. It's only the stories that take us somewhere else They give us the impression that we haven't arrived, that leave us feeling that disappointment and then that seeking for the day that we arrive. But this is all we're ever looking for. So it's not leaning into what's arising in order to get somewhere else. It's not leaning into what's arising in order to make this feeling go away or in order to get to the other side or even in order to, uh, you know, Feel powerful, as as I've said that it does, you know, in my experience, it does feel very powerful and courageous and like that Mario getting powered up by the mushroom and all of that, that is how it feels. But what if that is not the point? The leaning into this is just because this is the only thing to lean into. This is it. It's just, it's just feeling this for feeling this's sake not to deliver us somewhere else. Every once in a while I get this, there's a song, um, I don't know if it was popular around the world, but I think it was in the US and I don't even know how popular it was. Um, I think it's maybe from the 70s, but it's, uh, and I don't know the title, but but the words are, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. And it just reminds me of this, you know, if you can't be with the one you love, if you're, if you're not finding the reality that your mind is creating, telling you is your, where you're meant to be, where you're headed, don't worry, keep seeking, you'll get there eventually, there's somewhere else, just love the one you're with. And I remember hearing that as a kid, just hearing it like when I was in the backseat of the car on the radio. And and I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? As a kid, I was like, what does that even mean? So just like love whoever's next to you. You know, that just, it's not the whole, the whole idea of that sounded horrible. Like, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to grow up and find my Prince Charming. I'm not going to just love the person next to me. And the person next to me was my sister most of the time. Like, no, that's not good enough. But I think of those lyrics often, especially lately in thinking of this. So in the six-week course that we're partway through, um, I just see this coming up a lot. And we just had a call where someone was sharing um, how tired she always was and tiredness looked like the problem. Because there's an idea that there's somewhere else, there's a way of being that tired. And then there's all, also all kinds of chatter about all the horrible things that being tired is going to do to her. It has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do her suffering. It has nothing to do with the sensation or feeling of tiredness in, in now. Not even a tiny bit. Tiredness has zero to do with this. Her suffering is coming from this idea that her mind was creating that tiredness is leading her in the wrong direction. There's a better life in a different direction and she better hurry up and find it. And we can all relate to that, of course, right, and many, many people on the call were like, "Uh, no, that's a problem. I'm like what do you mean? God, tiredness isn't a problem, and especially as she presented it, right, I'm tired, I feel like I can't get out of bed, I could lose my job, I could disappoint people, I could you know not care for my kids, you know whatever whatever our mind can say, and everybody could nod their head and say, "Yeah, that's a problem and if those things were real and happening, it's not to say they're, that those are amazing outcomes that that people strive for. <laughs> you know, they're not they're not outcomes we want. But it's a different conversation. That that it's a it's a different question. It's like for her in that moment, can you be in what is showing up? Now, your mind is calling it tiredness, and as soon as your mind calls it tiredness it brings all these problems along with it. She wasn't losing her job. I don't know if she got out of bed or didn't go into work. That, that may have been, I don't know. And maybe she did lose her job. I I don't know. But but it's not that that. That's not the thing. The thing creating the suffering in that moment as I was talking with her had nothing to do with tiredness. It had to do with this Massive story of all the bad things that could happen and that there's a better way to be that this isn't it And and I better figure out how to make it different And what I wanted her to see is that I don't want to jump into this illusion with you and find a way to combat Tiredness and make sure you don't lose your job. That's what a mind wants That's what my mind wants when i'm suffering. That's exactly where it goes let me jump into this illusion and rearrange things so that we get a different outcome and then we get to be happy. But but to feel the tiredness, to just be in that and let that be okay because it was abundantly clear and to her as well that the degree of arguing and fighting and resisting was not doing her any favors. And she saw that. So It was so cool to see. I mean, she really saw that like, oh, Maybe she, this came from her mouth, something along the lines of, maybe part of why I'm tired <laughs> is because I'm putting constant pressure on myself to make sure I get out of bed and go to work and do all these things. Like, yeah, you think? That's exactly it. That's just how it goes. That's how it goes for us is, is our mind is just creating, creating, creating these different and better and disappointment and seeking to find a better place and to fix our problems. And then all of that kind of comes back and creates the very thing we're afraid of. In her case, it made her exhausted. So there's no question she had some physical tiredness. Fine, fine. And maybe even leaning into that wouldn't be the most comfortable thing. That's okay. But when she can lean into the feeling that's showing up, all of this fighting and pressure to get away from the feeling that's showing up would not exist. So she'd feel tired, and she'd likely sleep because that's what bodies do eventually when they feel tired. And then she wouldn't feel so tired. And we wouldn't have to go through this, this hypothetical thought created exercise of trying to solve a problem that it hasn't really even happened. You know, a problem of her imagination of what's going to happen if I don't get out of bed long enough that I lose my job. Well, that's not a real problem to solve. And again, even if she had, even let's say she slept in 10 days in a row and they fired her and now she's without a job. Still, feel what's arising because when her mind is saying, oh my gosh, now I've done it, now I'm in trouble, is that going to make her tired or is that going to make her energized and seeing possibility? Probably tired, probably exhausted, probably hopeless. That's where leaning into what is showing up is always the answer, even when our mind says, no, I have an actual problem that needs to be solved. This whole thing of I'll be happier when, you know, I'll be happier when these things change or when this feeling goes away. It just, it, it, is, it is arguing with life. It is rejecting what is. It's pushing away from this in favor of an illusion, truly an illusion, our imagination. It's pushing away from what, is, what life is actually presenting to us. Life, which makes babies and spins planets and grows flowers and trees and does all kinds of amazing, miraculous stuff that we can't figure out to do. It's us saying, screw you, life. I don't trust you. Things need to go the way I say they need to go. So it's us pushing away from what life is giving us and showing us in favor of jumping into our, our imagination and trying to manipulate things up there so that we get a nice outcome so that we can be okay. There's so much in, that comes up around you know wanting to change things. I don't like my job. I don't like my relationship. I don't like my weight, whatever it might be. And it just feels so, so massive and important to be in that first before we start jumping around trying to change, you know, rearrange the furniture on the Titanic. (laughs) Like before we're changing the wallpaper in our dreams and fixing the illusion and all of that maybe we can just be in this and maybe in being in this whatever this is is what pulls us through and new things are seen there's such a such a moving kind of example of this shared in our graduate community recently of someone who was having some relationship troubles and long-term relationship you know and of course of course the mind is just looking for is it time to go? Should I just get out of here? No, let's make it work. Just over and over, the mind just churning as it does, that beautiful mind trying so hard, working so hard on our behalf to keep us happy. His mind was just going through all of it. And and he was gonna leave and then he was not gonna leave. And, and something occurred to him to just, before you leave, let me just love. He said it better than that, but he gave this image of, of He said it felt like he was just going to sit on his hands. So while all he's getting hit with all the emotions and his mind wanting to solve this problem and get him more quickly to comfort and all of that, he just let it hit him. And he just sat on his hands, metaphorically, maybe literally, I don't know, sat on his hands and just let this all move through. Didn't have to make a decision right then and there. We, we almost never do. When we have to actually make a decision in a moment, it's just made. We almost never, ever, ever actually need to make a decision in a timeline that our mind says we do. So, so that wasn't a thing. He just sat on his hands and felt all of this. And, and the way that that relationship looked through that process, and as he had sat with all of this radically different, from how it looked when his mind was trying to convince him there's something better somewhere else. So this, whatever this is, is the thing to lean into. And sometimes what that looks like is we think we can't lean into this. This is too big. I need to wait. I'm going to practice leaning in but I'm going to wait until my urges calm down or until my anxiety calms down. This is too big. It's too scary. You know, it's okay. It's okay to, to feel that way. It's okay to even shrink back and say, no, right now I'm not going to lean in. But it's also really awesome to just kind of see, hey, this is what's being presented. This is what is here now. And it's the only thing that can be here now. There is no other option. So, so there you go. So, so that's what's being shown again by the same life that spins the planets and grows the babies. Like this is what she's giving you. This is what's appearing in this moment. It's not too big and it's totally okay that it feels too big. We argue that our feelings or our circumstances are robbing us of life. I think this is one of the biggest things behind this is people say it all the time and I hear it in my own head sometimes of somehow it looks like, you know, we know that we have this health. We know that our essence is is pure freedom and love and expansion. And so when we don't feel that, it looks like we're being robbed of something. It looks like, well, why would I lean into this? This isn't what I know is true of me. And that's a great argument, isn't it? Even as I say it right now, I'm kind of like, yeah, I mean, that just makes so much sense. Of course, we would think that. Of course, we would. But in a weird way, I think this is just one of those massive paradoxes. It's like when we're when we're rejecting what's showing up and then saying, nope, this isn't it. This is robbing me of life. I want that other life. I want that expansiveness and that freedom as we all do. So this over here, I'm not going to accept. What we're doing, we're, we're saying no, right? We're slamming doors. We're saying no, this isn't okay. Don't want you. No, thank you. Literally, we're robbing ourselves of life because that is the way that life is showing up in that moment, Right? Life is showing up as disappointment, as anxiety, as worry, as a relationship issue, as insecurity. And we're saying, nope, you feeling are robbing me of life. I'm going to wait until I get a nicer one. Then I'll be in the right life. Then I'll be in the life I'm meant to be in. And in doing that, we are, we are literally blocking ourselves off from life. I mean, not really literally. We can't block. We are life. But you know, we're rejecting life and then getting mad at life for bringing us the wrong stuff, the wrong feelings, thinking this is not my true potential as if life got it wrong. But maybe what is arising is exactly our true potential. Maybe especially when it's painful, that is our true potential. Like what else is there? What, what, that, that phrase doesn't even make sense, but I don't know. Where, where is there some truer potential sitting? <laughs> There's not. There's only this. There's only what is showing up in this moment. This is what you want. This is what you're looking for. This is all there is. So it only makes sense to keep leaning in. With Student Access Plus, you get a very large library of amazing digital courses, discounts on the Little School of Big Change and other larger courses, and a live monthly coaching call, all for one very low annual or monthly price. Just go to dramyjohnson.com slash student dash access dash plus to learn more and to sign up.